0: Here's an example, find dy dx if, oh my goodness, we got a quotient equals 4x. So you might think, all right, we're getting to the end of all these differentiation problems. And we've mixed a quotient with implicit differentiation because the x's and y's are mixed up in there. So we're going to need to use implicit differentiation. And then the very first thing we're going to need is the quotient rule. So using the quotient rule, I have the denominator times the derivative of the numerator. Now when I differentiate the numerator then the implicit differentiation might come in. So the derivative of x squared is 2x dx dx plus the derivative of 2y squared 4y dy dx. Now you might wonder why I don't write y prime. Um, You could write y prime everywhere and it's certainly faster the only problem is then the y' primes sometimes get mixed up with the y's, and it's very difficult for me to keep track of them. So I always use dy dx, and I encourage my students to use dy dx as well. So the derivative of 2y squared is 4y dy dx. That's just the denominator times the derivative of the numerator. Then I have to say minus the numerator left alone times the derivative of the denominator. So I have the derivative of the denominator 2x dx dx minus 2y dy dx That's just the numerator of the entire quotient, right? All over denominator squared. Am I finished? I have dy dx's, but how am I going to know what they're equal to? Because I don't have an equation. So I have to keep working just a little longer. Equals the derivative of 4x. The derivative of 4x is just 4 dx dx, mercifully. We just have 4 on this side. But that's enough, right? We have dy dx here, and we have dy dx here. And they're buried inside these parentheses with all these other things multiplied by them. And on top of that, they're on top of a denominator squared. So we've got to pick away at this until we can get the dy dx freed from the inside here. So the best thing I can think of to do first is to multiply both sides by the denominator. Get rid of that denominator, so then we only have to deal with the numerator. So if we want to get rid of the square of x squared minus y squared, then I have to multiply both sides by it, right? So I'm going to have x squared minus y squared squared being multiplied by the four. I'm going to save some writing and some paper well boards paper for you and I'm going to do some distribution on the numerator and then I'm going to write this new uh, right-hand side afterward. So I'm going to go back to the beginning and I'm going to take x squared minus y squared and I'm going to multiply it by this thing. Now you might notice we could have factored out a two here But then I just have to FOIL it out anyway. So I might as well just leave the the extra factor of 2 in and FOIL. So I'm going to multiply first, outer, inner, last. And I'm going to have 2x cubed plus 4x squared y dy dx minus 2xy squared minus 4y cubed dy dx. I think I foiled that first part correctly. Just double check. x squared times 2x is 2x cubed. x squared times 4y is 4x squared y. dy dx is there too. Minus 2xy squared minus 4y cubed dy dx. Okay, good. That's just the first half of my numerator. Then I have to be careful. I'm not going to do too much at once. I'm going to leave the subtraction. I'm going to put parentheses, and I'm just going to FOIL. And then I'll distribute the negative in one more step. So I have x squared times 2x, 2x cubed. x squared times negative 2y dy dx is negative 2x squared y dy dx. Then I have plus 2y squared times 2x, 4x y squared, then I have minus 4y cubed dy dx. All of that is way too long, and it's equal to 4 parentheses x squared minus y squared squared. Remember the objective, keep our eye on the ball, which is dy, dx. I want to get dy, dx terms by themselves on one side and everything else on the other side. But to make life a little easier, I also need to get it out of parentheses first over here. So I have to distribute the negative in. And then I want to combine any like terms, if there are any, on the left-hand side. So I have left less to take over to the right-hand side. So let's see. Um, I don't have any like terms so far outside of the parentheses. So the first thing I'll do is distribute the negative sign. And actually, when I do that, I'm going to line up any like terms vertically just to, one, save space, and two, help me in in combining them. So I'm going to start with the very left-hand side, which is just my 2x cubed. And then I have plus 4x squared y dy dx, and then I have Minus two x y squared, and then minus four y cubed dy dx. Okay, now if I have any any like terms, I'm going to put them underneath the corresponding like terms. Otherwise, I'm going to have to keep writing over here. So when I distribute a negative in, I have negative two x cubed. That's helpful because I have a positive two x cubed. So that's a relief next step those are going to go away then i have a negative minus so i have minus a negative plus 2x squared y dy dx and i have an x squared y dy dx so i add another two of them to the one i already have then distributing the minus i have minus 4xy squared I have an xy squared term, so I have minus 4 more. Then I have minus a negative, or plus 4y cubed dy dx. So I have a plus 4y cubed dy dx. That's very nice. Because look, I have equal opposite terms here with a dy dx term. So I'm going to have two terms go away, and two other terms are going to combine. So that's very nice. And I just want to make sure that I have... Um, everything, okay, that's x squared, y, that's x, y squared, okay. So it looks good so far, and that's going to equal 4 times the square of x squared minus y squared. 4 parentheses, x squared minus y squared, close the parentheses, squared again. So now when I put together my like terms, I have 0x cubed. And then I have 6x squared y dy dx minus 6xy squared. And then I have plus 0 dy dx. Now, if this dy dx term had not gone away, I would have had two of them over here. I would have isolated the two dy dx terms, and then I would have moved the plus six x y squared to the other side in order to do it, and then I would have had to factor out a dy dx. Now we're going to do another example that's going to require us to factor out dy dx so that you can see that step. But if there's only one dy dx term, then it's a little easier to solve for dy dx. So I'm going to I'm going to add the six x y squared to the other side. And then I have equals 6x squared y dy dx. And then if I divide both sides by 6x squared y, I have dy dx equals 4 times x squared minus y squared quantity squared plus 6xy squared all over 6x squared y. Is there any more that I can do? I have a 4, a 6, and a 6. In every term in the numerator, I have a factor of 2. And I also have a factor of 2 in the denominator. So I can actually factor out 2 so that I can cancel one of them. So the 2's cancel, and we're left with dy dx equals 2 parentheses x squared minus y squared 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 plus 3xy squared all over 3x squared y. So that's, without the 2's in there, that's our derivative. Not exactly the same as a derivative of a polynomial, is it? It's very complicated. But um, if you knew x and y, you could plug them in and you could get a slope of a graph if you had a graph corresponding or you could just call it the derivative at that point.